I feel like the topic of motivation is always brought up when it comes to doing anything or getting anything done. I think personally, motivation is overvalued. This is the Hello 20s podcast. My name is Jan and I'm your host. I'm an online content creator trying to navigate life while in my 20s and sprinkling a little knowledge and wisdom here and there. Let's face it, we don't have it all figured out, but we can learn a little from each other along the way, and I'm so glad you guys are tuning in on today's podcast. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Huddled 20s. I was looking at my goals for this year and marking notes about progress that I've made or the lack of progress for some. <laughs> We've come to, you know, the time of the year where the motivation that kept us going may have dwindled since the start of the year. There may be goals that were forgotten or progress have stalled. Things in life may have taken over and priorities have shifted, which is totally normal. It's a part of life. It's a part of being human. But I thought it'd be a good idea to take this time and talk about recommitting and getting back on track. We know that by setting up goals in our life, it provides some structure and idea of where we want to be and what we want to get done. Having goals is the first step to changing your life. Figuring out how to get it done and committing is the other half. I would say recommitting has its own obstacles versus starting the journey of commitment on a new goal, but it is possible and very rewarding once you are able to get through those hurdles. Now, the difference between those who succeed in reaching their goals versus those who have a hard time doing so is the ability to pick yourself back up as soon as you slip. Because the truth is, no one is perfect. No one is going to, well, I'm not going to say no one, but majority of people are not going to have 100 straight days or 365 straight days of doing exactly what they plan, exactly executing the schedule and the routine that they have detailed for themselves. But in order to succeed, you need to be able to pick yourself back up as soon as you slip. And that takes a lot of practice to get good at that. So in this episode, I hope to share with you why we struggle to stick with our goals, some strategies for recommitting, and the worksheet that I use that have helped me a lot this year with committing to the goals I have, um, especially my high priority goals. We all have goals we want to achieve, but sometimes it can be difficult to stick to them. Common reasons for this include lack of motivation, distraction, and self-doubt. For example, have you ever set a goal to work out consistently but found yourself too tired after work or too busy with other tasks to prioritize it? Or have you ever wanted to learn a new skill but felt intimidated by the learning curve? Personally, what I've noticed about myself and what deters me from sticking to a goal is the lack of prioritization and the intimidation of the learning curve. As someone who likes to do it all, picking just one or two goals to focus on and saying no or not right now to other goals is very hard for me to do. They're all important to me. I want it all. I want to do it all. But realistically, that is not possible given that time is divided amongst all other things. Energy each day is limited, unfortunately, and I just don't have the bandwidth. 
The lack of prioritization contributes to the lack of focus and if we juggle too much, there will be a lack of progress and there is also a high chance of burning out which we want to avoid at all costs, right? Learning curves are a big part of growth. The learning curve measures the rate of learning something over time or repeated experience. Many people, including me sometimes, are intimidated by the learning curve because it represents the challenge of acquiring new skills and knowledge and habits. Learning can be time consuming and often a frustrating process that requires effort. It requires dedication and patience. The fear of failure and the belief that one may not be smart or capable enough to grasp a new concept can also contribute to the feeling of intimidation. Oftentimes when we are starting anything new, we might forget that the learning curve is often steep at the beginning, requiring a significant investment of time and energy, which can be overwhelming for some people. And this is when people start to question or give up on their goals. I feel like the topic of motivation is always brought up when it comes to doing anything or getting anything done. I think personally, motivation is overvalued. I mean, don't get me wrong. I... I do agree that it's great to have motivation. It's that quick spark. It's like that jet fuel. Um, but I talked about it in episode 71 on why we can't rely on motivation. Yes, I do agree that having motivation will make it easier to get yourself started and to have that drive. But the reality is motivation is not always going to be there. It's not always reliable. And in those hard days, discipline is going to carry you. We live in a very distractive world and what's worse is that some of these distractions can be very addictive which unfortunately can get in the way of our goals. And so there are ways to eliminate these types of distractions but if they are addictive we have another problem we have to solve. So we have to ask ourselves how willing are we to let go of these distractions. So how can we recommit to our goals? A goal can be very clear, but the path to get there can be ambiguous, especially big goals. So what has helped me a lot with keeping myself on track was breaking my goals down into smaller goals. I have a goal, then I break it down into four quarters. That gives me three months to each quarter and allowing myself three months to accomplish these mini goals. Within each quarter are many milestones and steps that I need to take in order for me to reach the main goal by the end of the year. By doing this, it has made it more manageable to get the work done. Since it is outlined, I have this visual of what is up ahead and the many accomplishments that I want to reach to keep me consistent and to be able to keep up and implement it into my weekly schedule. So on a piece of paper, besides breaking the goals down into mini goals, big and little steps, what has also helped was adding supportive pillars such as why am I doing this? Why do I want this? Deadlines, obstacles to overcome. So on a piece of paper, besides breaking down my goals into mini goals, big and little steps, what has also helped was adding supportive pillars such as why do I want this or why am I doing this? Deadlines, obstacles to overcome. When I outline some obstacles that I am or I may anticipate, I think it gives me a heads up and I'm ready and I feel more up to it when I come across those hurdles because I have outlined it and I have kind of foreseen it already. Um, I also have resources that would help me and bullet points of motivation if I need that spurs of energy or spurs of jet fuel to get 
myself started. But like I said before, I don't rely on motivation. And sometimes when I look back at the motivation that I write or like the inspirational quotes that I write down as motivations, it doesn't really get me going as much as looking at this overall detailed sheet that I have written out. Um, and I think by doing this, from the very start of my goal planning, it has definitely helped me so far with keeping myself on track. And when I look back, especially during times when I feel discouraged, by having this sheet that lays out so much detail, it helps me refocus versus looking at a sentence or a bullet point of the goal itself. Breaking it down to smaller goals helps me recommit if I ever slip up because I know where I slipped and when I slipped. And so I can look back at the sheet and figure out what my next step or my next small goal is in order to get back on track. And I really do believe that by doing this and outlining this all, it has really created discipline in me. Alright, so to recap that, on a piece of paper, you'll have your goal section broken down into quarters. You'll have your section for your why, your motivations, your start date, your end date, your reward, obstacles to overcome that you foresee, resources that will help you, your big steps that you need to take, your little steps that you will take, and a note section. You're going to fill that all out for your big goal. And this is a strategy that I have used for me that has been working really well. <laughs> so hopefully you can give it a try and see if it works for you or just tailor it to your own needs. A tactic that you could implement is celebrating small wins along the way. Of course, the big wins in life is what gets us up and jumping, but I think we often overlook the small wins. The small wins are the little pebbles that turn into stepping stones and ultimately leads you to your big goals. So by acknowledging and celebrating those small wins, it reaffirms confidence within you that you can do this and you're getting there. You're already on your way there. Recommitment may require us to reassess. Sometimes our goals may need to be adjusted based on changing circumstances or new insights. So if you're struggling with your current goals, consider if they are still relevant or still realistic. Adjust them if needed to make them more achievable or aligned with your current situation. You know, taking a step back isn't always a bad thing. In fact, sometimes when you reassess and take a step back, in the moment, it may feel like you're regressing, but a few weeks or months or even a year later, you might come to find that it helps propel you to even further places than you imagined. An example of this in my own goal um, this year is that something I need to reassess is my ice skating goals. I haven't been able to sign up for my next class due to just conflicting schedules with other classes that I am attending. Not having lessons also means I don't go to the ice rink as often for practice sessions since I usually go to practice sessions after I am finished with my lessons. So now I need to reevaluate and figure out how I can plan this into my new weekly schedule and change up any quarterly goals I had regarding the moves I wanted to learn or get a good grasp on. What I've noticed is that getting yourself to do something is the hardest part. When you actually get started and give yourself 10 minutes to do your task, it gets easier. For example, working out is not the hard part. Getting to the gym is the hard part. A personal example of this is for me, I edit stuff, right? Edit videos, edit podcasts, and editing is not the hard part. What is hard is to get myself to sit down and 
edit for a good amount of time. So the strategy of counting down from five, giving yourself five seconds, and then physically get up and move and start working for 10 minutes helps. Because once you get past that, you'll start to get into a flow state. And when you finally reach that flow state, it is so much easier to continue working. And sometimes you may find it hard to even step away from the work. Another strategy you could try is to schedule around your energy level instead of time. Now, this is not going to work for everybody, but it's a suggestion to take and to tailor. So what I mean by scheduling around your energy level is understanding when your body, your mind is the most awake, refreshed, and motivated. Then you can schedule the things you need to do for your goals around that time. For me, my energy and mental clarity is the highest an hour after waking up to around noon until I have lunch. Since my energy is the highest, then I have to take advantage of that time to work towards my goal. The obstacle to that is that I work a 9 to 5. I know my energy level and mental clarity is not the best after five so it's not ideal for me to work on any goals that require mental energy in those following hours so i have to work around that and wake up early enough for me to get some work done before clocking in everyone's energy level differs on the clock so take the time to observe yours and try adjusting your schedule based on your energy level like i said not everybody has the privilege to adjust their whole day based on their energy level but it's something to consider and to tailor it to your own free time outside of work and other commitments even with these strategies in place, obstacles may still arise. Setbacks, procrastination, and self-doubt can all hinder our progress towards our goals. When faced with setbacks, it's important to reframe them as opportunities to learn and grow. Instead of giving up, we can acknowledge that we are all humans and we slip up it's normal but don't ruminate on that just get up and get started creating a schedule and routine can also be helpful with overcoming obstacles such as procrastination the only thing is it's easy to write you know the schedule out the hard thing is to follow through and so i want you to treat yourself like the person you admire the most if you made a promise to them to show up, you show up for them, right? So I need you to do that for yourself. I need you to learn how to respect yourself so much that you're not willing to disappoint yourself. Don't disappoint your future self who is waiting for you and don't disappoint the hopeful self that created the schedule for you. And finally, practicing self-compassion is essential in overcoming self-sabotage. Self-sabotage can manifest in various forms such as negative self-talk, self-doubt, and engaging in self-destructive behaviors. It's crucial to identify and address these self-sabotaging patterns to finally overcome them. We must remember to be kind to ourselves even when we fall short of our expectations. If someone you knew was upset about their lack of progress, you wouldn't berate or belittle them, so don't do that to yourself. Alright, to wrap this episode up, recommitting to our goals requires acknowledging the obstacles that may arise, breaking them down into smaller steps, celebrating small wins, and overcoming obstacles with resilience and self-compassion. Remember that each day is a new opportunity to work towards your goal and to live out your best life. So thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you in my next episode. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Hello 20s. Let's get connected and continue our conversation over on social media. The links are in the show notes, so you're only one click away. I hope to see you there and I'll talk to you guys in my next episode.